0: means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
1: Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each, then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for 2.49 dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon.
2: We are back,
3: baby. Woo! We are back, and we are really better than ever. <laughs> as the Lions are going to be playing in the divisional round at Ford Field this Sunday against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as six-point favorites. The city is lit. We're lit. <laughs> this is this is the peak. This is, we, oh. right now. I mean, we, we're, we're uh, we still got a, a little Whoa. more mountain to climb, but thank you. We are so close. It is three victories away from from being Super Bowl champions. It's hard. I can't believe I'm saying these words in my mouth right now. Uh, <laughs> and we're not, not messing wrong. around. This is real. This is happening. So I want to thank everybody for joining in on the podcast today. Uh, I'm Big Z. Let's get to the rest of the Blue Kool-Aid crew is here to break down. Th- this is the most important episode w- we're ever going to do up to this point. So let's introduce the rest of the crew. We got you,
4: I'm so excited.
3: Connor. Hello. And Red Dog. Yo! All right, gentlemen. So the Lions, they opened up as five-and-a-half-point favorites. It's now six-point favorites. Um, and they are going to be going against a Tampa Bay Buccaneers team. They already played this year. They beat them 20-6 to six in Tampa Bay. Um, and this is a Tampa Bay team that's won six of their last seven games. Uh, and they are led by, well, I guess, first of all, th- this this matchup, uh, last time when the Lions played them. The Lions are missing a lot of guys. Um, I, I went back and looked at injury reports. Uh, I see that we did not have Jonah Jackson. We did not have Jameer Gibbs. Um, Taylor Decker was playing nicked up. Brian Branch was out too. Um, And and uh, just a multitude. Uh, Josh Pascal was also out as well. We're missing several. Montgomery people. missed a bunch of that game too. Right. Yeah. Montgomery got hurt uh, in this game too and pretty much did not play the entire of the game. So um this this was that yeah, this was the game uh, Reynolds where uh, a
2: leading rusher with like fifteen yards. Yeah. This is the
3: one uh Craig, Craig Reynolds, right, had the block uh on the Amon rock same brown touchdown yeah, came out of nowhere. uh Yep.
4: Great Lock of the year right there. Great
3: game. And Jameson Williams had a beautiful touchdown catch on a long throw from Goff uh across the field. That was a beautiful thing to see as well. Um and that was just like Jameson Williams just still getting acclimated to this offense. This is a whole these are two completely different teams. Um Yes. from the last time they met uh because the Baker Mayfield if you watched the game last week it was the Eagles defense they are they have been giving up 30 points a game the last half of the season so to to a certain degree it's not a quite quite a, a fair barometer but he looked great Baker Mayfield looked great last week uh and i <laughs> have you guys seen the CJ Gardner-Johnson comments uh
2: about I the, didn't see it. Wow. I heard he said something. I heard what? he said something. Yeah. What did he say? He's
3: saying they got a r eight receiving core over there, but uh they, they need a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um so kinda of this on Baker. But Baker Mayfield I thought he just found it pretty well. He said, Well, he also referenced Russell Gage in that comment, and Russell Gage hasn't played for us all year, so <laughs> I think he maybe was looking at a preseason tape or something. I don't know. That was like Baker Mayfield's response in a sense. But either Amazing. way, CJ Garner-Doddison, always one for trash-talking. Uh, this is mild trash-talking, I would put it.
2: That's so funny, because he always says not, not to give bulletin board material. <laughs> he says that like multiple times, yeah. I feel like, in like, interviews, and then he says that. Yeah. <laughs> I
3: mean, yeah, yeah. it's definitely bulletin board material. Are you guys Baker Mayfield fans? Do you, are, you, are you pro Baker Mayfield? <laughs> I like him. I like him. He's not an anti. Maybe. I, I kind of hated when he was on all those progressive ads. I thought he didn't deserve <laughs> that much national I like attention. Ads. I but... found him entertaining. I've always been a big Baker guy. Uh, and it's funny the one of the guy. one of the John Dorsey is one of the uh, uh, what do you call it? Not a contributor to Lions advisor in the front office of the Detroit Lions, and uh, he's the one that drafted Baker Mayfield uh, first overall when he was GM of the. Cleveland Browns uh so there's a little bit of a connection there if you will um and Baker's playing like you know with, with nothing to lose yeah really. Dorsey's
2: gonna line up at cornerback and it's really gonna throw him <laughs> um we're gonna really leverage that connection yeah th- this is this is a loaded
3: wide receiver core um of the Bucks. uh that, that's definitely the strength of this team the passing game with Godwin Mike Evans uh Trey Palmer played really well for them last week um and then uh, Kate on at tight end is relatively solid. He has a propensity to drop the ball from here, here or there. Um, but this is so the Bucks. just jumping right into it. Uh, they are 20th in points scored this season, 7th in points allowed, 18th in DVOA overall, 20th in offensive DVOA, 14th in defense, and 18th in special teams. Uh, they, they're better against the run than they are against the pass defensively. But uh, nothing about this team. All their stats scream Mediocre. Which is about what their record was, nine and eight, and they won on a tiebreaker to get into the playoffs. And then they played arguably the the saddest team in the NFL, in the Eagles. Did you guys watch any of that game? <laughs> yeah,
5: I did. I did. Yeah, man, I wish we could have played that team. Other than yeah,
2: I'm not gonna knock that though. I don't care. It's still the Eagles, and they beat them. Yeah, it was
3: hilarious. Jalen well. Hurts is getting yelled at by all his teammates during the game. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, it was just. What a what a collapse uh in every in every regard. 10 and yeah. 1 to 11 and 6.
5: Uh why is it then, that uh Jalen Hurts can't answer a press question normally? He like speaks in riddles and rhymes. It's I like don't very, know. Maybe that's part of very the, strange. this overall problem in the
3: locker room.
2: I haven't listened to
3: him. Um but really I mean the Lions are going to be as healthy as they ever have been all season at the best time possible coming into this game i mentioned yeah. all those injuries that was that was in week six when we played the bucks um that was mid-october and now i mean the only injury that you had to kind of worry about is laporta but even campbell said like he'll be near 100 percent by this time like he came out of that last game completely unscathed uh which is great to hear battle are getting raymond one. back too but yeah we, he
4: they said he might be back
2: yeah, yeah. oh that's awesome I
3: mean, he practiced in full today so They'll be good to go. The only the only probably questionable person is will the Alliance activate James Houston? Uh, oh, man. Th- th- I... It's either he plays this week or never. Uh so th- because his yeah. activation window uh is it, it ends this week. So
2: oh, one day. I would just love to tomorrow. see him be that little part yeah, of the that ingredient. Yeah.
4: That's that someone's little, gotta leave little, that roster if they if they little, activate him,
2: boop.
4: they gotta pull some off that roster too. So
2: just makes this team epic and go to all the way.
4: Wait, say that again, UJ? You're a little quiet there. I said that uh, if they activate Houston, someone's got to be taken off the roster so he can fill that spot. So Yeah. Tough, yeah, tough, tough calls one. here, but uh, yeah.
5: Might be worth it to get a pass rush, though. <laughs> oh, I don't disagree with that.
2: I have to imagine that if they, they already have in mind who that's going to be anyway. <laughs> but I don't know who that would be.
3: Like I said, this is a Tampa Bay Bucs team that's just yeah, they're just okay. I I you know, they I that's why I think it's a little bit last week is a little bit of a mirage. Um I like the way Bill Simmons puts it. I I listen to Bill Simmons podcast. Uh he has like a playoff football manifesto. And he's like always be aware of the team that looks good in round 1 <laughs> uh it, compared <laughs> to round 2 cuz some teams can look like great in round 1, they pull off the upset, but then they play the much better team in the next round and get smoked. Uh I think that might be what we're setting up here a little bit. Uh because uh, the 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 Bucks end the season, uh they lost twenty three to thirteen to Saints and nine nothing to the Panthers. Like this was not a offense that was humming by any means. They did beat the Packers in Green Bay. Um and that that's a Packers team that's looked great the second half of the season. Um, but I mean they beat the Panthers, the Falcons, like that their wins weren't like, Z, great. I don't know.
2: Compare, compare well. them uh to us last year. Which team would you be more afraid of? Our team. Okay, definitely. Well, you know, Wait, you're, is there you're... bias in that calculation? No, that's not bias. <laughs> <nice at all. laughs> you know,
4: we're, we're sitting back here talking about Tampa from afar and looking at their stats and their mediocrity and all that stuff. But uh, you got to take them as serious as if we're playing the yeah. world champs, man. Uh, of course. We don't take any, any team lightly. Uh, I remember back to my college days. Didn't matter who we were playing. We were, you know, we were seven and zero, and we were playing some one and six team. And by the time we were game time, I thought they were, we were playing the Super Bowl champs or something. You know, I, the coaches had us convinced, man.
2: <laughs> you <laughs> we never know what you're going to get, man.
4: Yeah, I, I mean, just take them seriously, boys. That's all I can say. And I know they will. I know they
3: will. Yeah, I mean,
2: and they got enough weapons to be dangerous. Oh, definitely, yeah, I...
3: and they have an all-pro at safety too. Um, they have a really good defense line; like they can stuff the run really well. That's our sh- that strength yeah. on strength right there.
2: They had my off-season favorite draft pick in Elijah Cansey.
3: Elijah Cansey, yeah. Did he do anything in the Eagles game? Uh,
2: he made a sack, or and did he was effective in that? I believe.
3: Let's see here. Yeah, he made he at least one sack. sack. He had four. Tackles, three solo. I'm just seeing how his season's gone. I haven't really heard too
2: much about he it. He was injured for a bit.
3: Right, right. Yeah. In the beginning he was, yeah. Let's see. He uh this... he had four sacks on the season and one two three four five six seven eight nine eleven games. So all right.
2: Uh not bad. Well, for it's just he's lineman. the kind of guy the interior is gonna have to look out for because he's got that wicked speed on the inside. Yeah. They'll have to, that'll really be trying on Jackson and, you know, all those guys. I mean, just because it's that size and speed, he may not be the biggest guy, but when you can move like him, it just makes him. But I mean, after what we just did to Donald, I'm not so worried about it.
3: I think the bigger thing here to a degree, I mean, they talk about playoff experiences is a team. A lot of these guys were on the Super Bowl winning team two years ago with with Tom Brady. So there's Uh, there's an advantage there. Um, now, I believe they're at home for a lot of those games, but uh, either way, um, th- so this team definitely has experience in a playoff atmosphere. I don't think they're going to be ready for the jet engine loud sound <laughs> of Ford Field. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Bill, did you see, uh, I'm sure you guys saw the the yeah. Ford Field registered like slightly louder than a jet engine. 133.9 yeah. decibels or something. Fourth yeah, loudest that's why UJ might... History.
2: That's why UJ might lag behind a little bit when when you address him, he may not realize <laughs> you're talking yet. Uh, you are yeah,
4: still ringing from that. Yeah, and you had, you brought earplugs and everything too. UJ, I know, I know, <laughs> that's I've smart. Never experienced anything that loud before.
3: Um, amazing, awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. I think it's gonna be even louder. It, I, it was funny; those registers are at the beginning of the game. I thought the stadium was louder in the fourth quarter, actually. So I don't know, but um. Antoine Winfield, you aforementioned Kalisha Cansey, Levante David, Jamal, Jamel Dean, uh, Vita Vea, a beast up the middle, especially against the run. Devin White,
4: yeah,
3: uh, they, there's a lot of names on this defense. They and they are they can stuff the run first and foremost. That they're where I think the Lions are going to be at a extreme advantage is on is in the air. I, I think Goff has a good chance of going for over. 300 yards in this game so i mean last time we played them, 30 for 44 353 yards and two touchdowns i mean we only had 40 yards rushing as them the last time we played uh and that was craig reynolds 10 carries for 15 obviously montgomery got hurt gibbs wasn't available we got yet. the
2: two-headed monster now baby yeah
3: it's a completely different
2: with uh, a hydra,
3: it's a completely different makeup for bob. our offense and uh also bob just joined the podcast <laughs> bob say hello uh, hey to the folks say, Hello, say his, name. Hey.
2: Say his full name Bob,
3: just finally getting <laughs> off the Pilates machine joining the podcast.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Thank God hey, endorphins are
3: flowing
6: man. <laughs> yeah, feeling good.
3: Um, <laughs> so I mean what what makes you what worries you guys most about the Tampa Bay team? I guess bob uh, i'll I'll let you start uh getting word here first.
6: uh what worries me the most, I guess would be their their defense their uh their their uh pass rush because they they like to blitz blitz a lot and uh golf is better with a clean pocket so i mean i think we can handle him but i think that's the if you had to point to a concern that would be my biggest one facing that bucks pass rush
3: yeah definitely uh and I, well someone someone else mentioned something on their mind while i pull up uh the stats about their defense
4: uh uh yeah um This is going to be (laughs) the other thing too is Baker Mayfield. I mean, never underestimate a confident player, (laughs) and he's playing with the most confidence I've seen him play since he's been in the league. And uh, last week really helped him build that up. So uh, you know, you never know. He's he's playing as best as I've seen him in the in the pros so far, and uh, Mm. we just can't let him get comfortable this game. We we have to put the pressure on him, and I think we will. Uh, I really do. Uh, He's not Stafford quality quarterback but he's much more mobile and uh, he he can do some damage and like i said he's feeling confident right now so we have to keep him in his place if you know what i mean don't Tw- keep him down baby yeah 28
3: touchdowns only 10 picks on the year and 4044 yards throwing uh, yeah so he threw all over Yeah, the place. nice season uh they did only average 3.5 yards per carry by their lead back uh which is rashad white that'll say stand- no matter what, even if they can't run the ball for a yard, they'll just keep handing it off to this guy uh, all game. They'll give them eighteen to twenty carries, even if it's for forty yards. I think they just want to show a look basically when they do that. I, I they are that. Those since uh, Tom Brady's been there under the same kind of offensive scheme where they just hand they've been horrible at running the ball and they just they keep on doing it. So uh, Rashad White is their lead running back, two hundred seventy-two carries for nine hundred ninety yards this year, which is not very good and only six touchdowns. Uh, But he only did fumble twice. That's a lot of carries. Only fumbled twice. But uh, Rud Dog, what what worries you most about this Bucks team?
2: Well, I guess the my biggest concern would be you know just any internal letdown. Because I think you know we'd have to beat ourselves to lose this game. And since I don't think that's going to happen, I'm not really worried about anything. So, yeah.
5: (laughs) Okay. Well, Connor, how about you? Um. Baker getting hot, I guess, would be my biggest concern because he can, you know, tear it up. Uh, and I thought he had a really bad game against the Lions last time, but uh, in the clutch moments this year, it seems like he has uh, risen to the occasion. So as long as our safeties are on their game because we don't have good cornerbacks, uh, I think we'll be able to handle them. Yeah, UJ.
4: Yeah, same here. Like I was saying earlier, uh, Mayfield... He's, he's playing very confidently right now, and we can't let him get any confidence in this game. We have to keep him on edge and keep him scrambling and keep him running for his life. And uh, if we do that, I think he will make mistakes. I don't think he's that well-seasoned of a quarterback where if he starts feeling the pressure, especially if we get a lead, he's going to try to be a hero, and he's going to make that big mistake, that big interception or whatever. So, uh, yeah, we, we need to keep him – Uneasy, this game. Definitely, don't let him get comfortable. Definitely, unfortunately, I don't have
2: his. You know, maybe. I can oh, it I am worried about minutes. something, Z. Okay. I'm worried that we might what? end Baker Mayfield's career, and I'd feel bad about that. Okay. Well, I'd <laughs> well I'd like, like we're gonna like. Question was: easier. What worries you about the puns? But uh. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm worried about for the Bucks. Yeah. Like, It'd be nice to end his season
6: loved... so we don't have to see those stupid commercials that he was doing
2: all day. Yeah, but you don't want to like... wish that on a guy. We talked I like about those, commercials. Stupid, progressive
5: I ads.
6: Like
4: those <laughs> commercials too. I like those oh. commercials.
5: <laughs> I remember at the time yeah. Stafford couldn't do anything to get any national attention, and Baker Mayfield came in, played terribly, and got all these national ads. It was so annoying. He's a yeah. better actor than Stafford, though. He, well, he
6: is. is quite, yeah, definitely really more known.
2: outgoing
4: public personality.
3: Who
6: wants pizza? The pizza, the, the, yeah, the, that was great. The cave or whatever. The,
2: <laughs> the Matt Stafford who was acting like he wasn't all salty after the game the other night. I'm talking about yeah, Stafford years weird.
5: ago. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah.
4: <laughs> um, Maybe we can. Jared Goff can take over that role and you know, to, at the Ford Field, you know, come and answer the door, be get better. the mail, you know, sweep the floors and shit like that. That could be that could be good. Jared Goff, I think it'd be really good in that role.
2: Living at the stadium, living
4: at Ford Field, yeah, yeah. The king, the king of Detroit, they're crowning him now. And did you I see mean, that? He
2: is getting so much yeah. love. right Did you see the video oh, of uh, the all, of all the fans before? like outside his car when he's uh, yeah, yeah. He king
4: the stadium, of Detroit. So, yeah. You're the king of Detroit. <laughs> he was just beaming, yeah. man. He had a smile ear to ear. Was, oh yeah, really that's gotta be a cool great one.
3: Uh,
4: but uh, I, I think he's, yeah. you
3: know, he's been around the block a few times. I think, and especially with Campbell. I don't think we have to worry about his focus for this game. Uh, no. Just no don't way. make like the stupid pass uh, like like you were trying to do to Brock Wright this week uh, or last <laughs> <Yeah>. week. <laughs> the,
2: or the lateral <laughs>
3: yes Yes. Um, I mean, the thing that concerns That's... me about Deathscare, especially from the defense um, aside for us, is uh, you know the one receiver that has been taking over the game, whoever we're facing lately. There's this one yeah. guy that seems to be taking over for whatever reason.
2: Is that a problem? Because to me, it seems like a built-in to feature of our like, uh, defense. Like, well, that's I don't think how the Lions are wins. willingly saying, here, <laughs> get 200 yards
3: wide receiver. Um, yeah.
2: I'm just saying, it's been our winning formula. Are you really scared of a guy doing 200 yards? Because it seems to just mean we win. Well, we so lost just, against the Cowboys, so we could lose. Correlation doesn't equal causation and all that. But Yeah, thanks to the refs. Yeah, exactly. You know? I know. Thanks I know. to bullshit. I
3: um, but uh, the Mike Evans piece is interesting. the line, uh, the Lions haven't uh, recently faced any receivers kind of of his skill set in terms of taller, uh, 50-50 type uh, winner. A lot of a lot of it's been like C.D. Lamb, uh, the Puka, um, even the Jordan Addison, Justin. Well, Justin Jefferson, I guess, is a little bit more like Mike Evans, but like the fifty-fifty ball type. He can do everything though, but just the shiftier receivers that so can find amazing. space. That's more the Godwin role in this offense but they also have trey palmer uh who can win over the middle as well uh the Lions got to defend the middle of the field it, it's been an absolute killer for them especially in breaker routes like posts over the middle um they've just been killing them across, uh, deep crosses uh but they have been physical when they make those guys pay for catching it over the middle so oh yeah i think in that yeah. regard red dog it's been built into the defense where Maybe they'll give him a little space, but they'll make they'll punish him for it at the very least. Ask
6: Tyler Higby. Then Kirby will take your knees out. Yeah, yeah. Kirby well, that... will take your knees out. And take your ACL with him.
2: <laughs> is that and clearly yeah. blitzing has become yeah. a feature for getting pressure. <laughs> Do you see? Uh, oh yeah.
5: Stafford said Kirby was dirty in it's the mic'd up ones. things? Oh yeah, no. he no. said no. you're dirty as fuck. Uh, he said it right to his face. <laughs> I don't think is, he is said that it to when Kirby is
4: that when Kirby started posturing like this in front of Stafford with his did you see that
6: oh yeah i saw that yeah they were talking they were talking yeah, to each
4: talking other, to each yeah. other. Kirby's like, uh, flexing his muscles mm-hmm. yeah i don't know what that was about i would have liked to have been there heard that <laughs> i know that but. they they slowly
3: released some of this audio i, I assume they had to comb through it and get approvals and stuff but uh yeah he did he did tell the golf uh at the end of the game to go get his uh super bowl they wish him good luck and stuff like that Wow. Uh,
2: yeah, he's happy yeah. for the players. It was yeah, weird I, that Kelly I,
3: Stafford said I, I, fans are booing her children, which I still don't believe, and ha- hasn't been corroborated by anybody yeah. except for her. You know, they and, were specifically
2: booing the children. That could be
4: what set Stafford off too, if he heard that story. And and if if that did happen, it was probably one or two asshole fans, and it wasn't it says nothing about the city of Detroit.
5: Yeah, I saw yeah, I saw UJ and Big Z, Z down there like booing two little kids but i don't know i don't know which kids yeah. those were oh, <laughs> wait, we have the oh, of so <laughs> i don't know there maybe that's
2: who she was talking <laughs> <laughs> you specifically booed their children That's <laughs> just claimed yeah. I, I how did they how do they know yeah <laughs> They're like, not you, not you, Matt. Kelly, not you, you're good. Your <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, a little strange. A little strange. Um, yeah. David Moore, I guess, is the other wide receiver. He had a touchdown in the playoff game. The I can other see day.
2: why that'd be upsetting.
4: Um, so, Z, what worries you? You know, you asked us. I said the wide receiver.
3: I said the wide receiver. The one wide receiver who can take over the game. Uh, I would yeah. imagine Cam Sutton actually matches up better with Mike Evans. He doesn't have the like, blazing speed. Or the shiftiness that some of these guys he's gone against recently has. So I think that's a better matchup for yeah. him in this game.
2: I could see CD on him, too, though. He's got that big body.
3: Yeah. I mean, the Lions held him to 49 yards. But Chris Godwin's a bigger concern for me. He had 77 yards against us last time. Um, he's more of that we had a big slot guy uh, that can get the after, yards after the catch. Against the Eagles, it, it was almost all yards after the catch. Baker had a few nice throws. But the Bucks actually dropped a lot of the beef ones that he threw nicely. Most of it was just horrible, awful tackling of the Eagles defense, which brought reminders of the Lions defense when they played the Bucks in that Christmas Day game where nobody wanted to tackle anybody. <laughs> um, anyways. Enough I of digress. the Bucks.
4: Don't talk too much about these guys. We're so. playing them. <laughs> That's our opponent. Yeah, yeah I works. know. But, yeah, what else can you say about them? Yeah. I mean, really.
3: They're
2: the enemy. We're going to whip their ass. The,
3: at the end of the day, the Lions are the better team. They just yep. have to show up. They cannot regress. They cannot, like Rud Dog said, beat themselves. This is, this is their game. They're at home. They can't lose. This at Fordville. They just can't do it. No way. Um, nope. And it, it's interesting. It opened at five and a half. Moved to six. Hasn't moved off since. Uh, so less than seven points is interesting. By the
4: public and their thoughts about the line. And and now that it's been published, how many decibels they reached last week? The fans are going to try to beat that. Yeah, <laughs>
2: that's awesome.
4: So. 140 baby, yeah. 140, <laughs> twin jet engines. Come on, baby,
2: it's
4: gonna be great. Yeah. Yeah.
5: The, little the little line isn't place. bigger, but pretty much everyone in the national media is picking the Lions this week, which maybe is I know it is the opposite concerning of the in the other way. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's so. a little concerning. Yeah, yeah, um, if you're worried about such things,
2: <laughs> the Lions fret not.
3: <laughs> the Lions are king. Um, but it would be nice to have Khalif back too for this game, especially in the punt return. Uh, you know, just. When you have Donald Donovan people Jones is out there, it just gets you nervous. Uh, you know, when he hasn't, I, I get nervous anytime there's a punt. I get nervous because I've seen so many people muff punts this year. <laughs> you just get uh, Calif, nervous when you Calif Calif wake it up in the, the morning, makes me feel a little better seat. back there. Donovan people Jones, I just haven't watched really do punt return. I, do you just Are get you nervous? More when worried you wake about up him or Penne? Oh, Penne! <laughs> I always worry about Penne. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I what right before don't I you slave, worry I'm about let's start that with that okay. let's yeah. nice dreams uh do
2: you keep this like all filed no, on like a? I think he's all right you know he's
3: pff no number one rated right tackle and everything like that
2: you guys hear what's you? that Red dog <laughs> <laughs> yeah we, 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 we hear you loud and clear Red dog. we don't understand <laughs> yet but we hear you
3: <laughs> Yeah, I said you true. keep
2: that list of all the things you're worried about on a file uh, that you keep going on the checklist. You're you worried about a lot of things.
3: I yeah yeah well yeah
6: uh, yeah. When he tucks little just, Z in and does the prayers, he goes yeah. down the list,
3: <laughs> prays for everybody,
2: pray for Penny and you know it does. Uh, pray for Hutch, pray for Micah <laughs> Parsons.
3: Oh, I got you mentioned that, Bob, because uh, I was talking to you on the way back from the game. And, pray
2: we don't get beat by the other teams. Um, receiver. There's that popular
3: uh, video of the guy like telling his kid like the horror story of the Lions' losses. But now, oh, yeah. but now there's oh, yeah, a, yeah. a nice story to tell about their playoff victory. Like, no, 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 now there's a happy <laughs> yeah. story to put your child to bed, to. Wow. That is nice. Um, but yeah. the story's not over, right? That's just the middle of the story. There's still a story to be told here in the last few weeks all the way up to February
2: 11th. Um, So. It's just so much fun. Yes. Just enjoy it. Like, that's the thing, like. At this point, just enjoy the journey because that's what this is all about. Like I know like Super Bowl and like I really feel like it could happen, but like, you know, it's just so much fun to be here where we're at right now with the season we've already got to enjoy, the potential yet ahead of us. Like this is just amazing. This is like the best part of being a Lions fan, like best experience of being a Lions fan I've ever had. Oh, definitely! Indeed. I mean, it's the I first hate,
3: playoff victory in my yeah. life. Your life, no second of your life.
5: But I've seen way, but some like guy. I've seen some ridiculous comments on X that are like, "Oh, Lions fans should act like they've been there before." Like it's ridiculous celebrating one playoff win. Like <laughs> I'm like, we haven't been there before, and like the whole point of sports is to enjoy yourself and have those great moments. So we should soak every bit of it in we That's can, so. oh, yeah. and not worry about what yeah, other yeah. fans yeah. think about us.
3: Here's a couple of other, before we get into our prediction segments, a couple of other ridiculous comments I heard this week. Um, The Lions are a dirty team. <laughs> I think that's preposterous. Uh, and that it's preposterous. And they're, they're referenced, that's too. They mentioned the, the hit on Higby and the hit on Stafford. And and Hutch stepped on Stafford intentionally, which I think is also ridiculous. Oh,
2: did he? Uh, and it's, even yeah, yeah, that bottom did he step on
4: him?
3: Sounds like you've been talking to Kid J. <laughs> Not Kid J. This is other people. Yeah, a...
6: <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs> and, and the kind of the discourse uh, online a little bit too. It was not a this is it was not a dirty hit. He got hit pretty much right after he released the ball. The Lean just happened to be right there, and then Hutch actually tried to get his foot out of the way. He did not step directly on. Him. This is not a dynamic and sue situation. That's what I said about Joseph's, Sue has been talked to death. We already talked about it in this podcast. Clean, legal hit. It, unfortunately, it led to an injury. But every Hit that leads to an injury is not a dirty hit in the NFL. There's different. Rep- if anything, the Rams were dirtier. See. They hit Gibbs ten yards out of bounds. Yeah, they didn't get called. Yeah. I they think they also hit uh, Laporta in
6: the knees. You've been reading. So, yeah, you've been reading so much Lions stuff that you're seeing this. I don't think the general narrative is that the Lions are dirty. I think
5: there is a right, narrative on Twitter. Yeah, on that. that that is a real narrative going online right now. Maybe not uh, in the general public, but. There are haters out there, and there's a weird number of them are Vikings fans. I don't get it. Vikings fans say the nastiest things we about Detroit Hawk. and about their fans, and every I don't get it. They're they're, they're horrible. It's because we're more when, violent. We are, Hawk.
2: we are more violent, and yeah, that is it well, it is why design. that's why these injuries are happening. But it, it, we when we hurt Hawk, did you hear like the first game after that they uh, they were talking about like wanting to like support a bounty. For like one of their players to go hurt someone on the Lions to like get revenge and stuff, like they were very upset about that. Well, I think
3: that's why they're a little uh, more vindictive, Connor, because they just saw what happened yeah. to Hig. Yeah, when they saw what happened to Hawk, happened to Higby.
5: <laughs> yeah, uh, they're generally nasty though. Even outside of that, they've been saying unnecessary things yeah. about the city of Detroit.
2: But they sound like they're from Canada. But-
6: it seems like uh, cornerbacks, though, are supporting him because they're like saying, where else right. are we going to hit the guy? This is and where th- the league won't let us hit him anywhere right, exactly. else.
3: Exactly. So, so it's kind of it's a silly argument. So for those yeah, it out did there, it's nasty,
2: made it, man. Higby's knee. Ugh. Yeah. It's <laughs> it nasty. It, it, it sucks. Eyes, we yeah. never want to see that. Uh, yeah. But it was but... a
3: legal hit, it was not a dirty hit. Um, nope. And especially the way they throw roughing the passer in the NFL today. If that wasn't roughing the passer, then it wasn't roughing the passer. <laughs> they yeah. they call for every little thing these days. So
2: I will say Stafford did get absolutely destroyed oh, yeah. on that because of the way he fell right into Aleem. <laughs> like, oh my God. Definitely. I, I I I'm honestly like that couldn't have gone any better. Stafford putting on a nice performance but we still just beat the crap out of them and walk away with the dub. Like that was just a textbook or storybook finish to that game. Just, just beautiful. Absolutely.
0: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on brunch for
1: mom. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for 2.49 dollars a pound. All with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
3: So let's get into our second half of the podcast. That, of course, is our prediction segments. And of course, we have our two world famous prediction segments. First is Roar of the Week. And second is our game predictions. But let's start with our roars of the week. And that, of course, is the player, 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 singular, <laughs> that we think will have the biggest impact on the game this week. I'll say player or coach because uh, we've we're gone to coach, but singular nonetheless.
2: Position units?
3: So nonetheless, <laughs> I want to throw this over to Rud Dog first. Who is your roar of the week?
2: Okay. Well, so many good choices, as always. But I think this guy is going to be the one who really wins this game for us on the defensive side. And that's going to be Hutch. I think he's going to be getting after living in the backfield with uh, Baker. And Baker's going to feel like he's watching commercials of himself, like almost, but like it's Hutch living in his backfield. And, and you know, and it's like that's going to happen. He's going to live there. Uh, and get a lot of sacks. Three sacks for Hutch, mm. and he returns one of them for a touchdown, and an interception, which also goes for a touchdown. And so, <laughs> so he
5: scores two Hutch's, touchdowns.
2: Yes, Hutch and we win fourteen and nothing This is going to be Hutch's like, look who, see who I am. I, I this is like his real coming out to the world. Like he's going to really put everyone on notice that he's just an absolute beast in this league, and he's going to take over. So Hutch is my Roar of the Week. Ah. Ooh.
3: All right, beautiful. Let's turn over to Connor.
5: All right. Uh, you know, I've become a new man in the year 2024, and I've tried to uh, release some of the anger that I had. <laughs> um, and with that, my Roar of the Week is going to be Aaron Glenn. I think Ooh. he is going to uh-huh. uh, stuff... This receiving core, and I don't think anyone's going to go for more than 65 yards. And on top of our great run defense we already have, uh, I think they're going to have a really hard time putting points up in court field. And I think it's going to be an easy win. So Aaron Glenn is my roar right. of the week. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Shocking.
3: If we have a time on Instagram, we should juxtapose, uh, you know, your earlier comments in the season versus yeah. now, uh, <laughs> I would love to see those side by side Yeah. because that's uh, I nice think you know, yin and yang. Wow. P- PC nice thing positive. Thing Connor.
5: <laughs> yeah. We're we're back, baby.
3: Uh, and also ESPN had Aaron Glenn as their like yeah, uh, cool. prediction Thanks to be him. the next Titans head coach. That was their prediction. Ooh. And then Ben Johnson to the Washington commanders. Those are the, their predictions. Um, Anyways, just thought I'd mention that. Let's go to
4: UJ. All right. My roar of the week was going to be Hutch. But, you know, as every week goes, there's probably at least a dozen guys we could pick to be the Roar of the Week. So I'm going to go with Ify Melifanwu. And I think he's just going to have a spectacular game with Mike Evans. Mike Evans being the tall receiver that we're not kind of used to playing kelvin johnson-esque a bit uh it to be difficult to cover but i think he's going to be sort of tasked with uh playing the high side and not preventing him from scoring and uh, if he with his height and his length and his speed i think he's gonna probably get a pick in there somewhere too and keep evans uh from hurting us too bad he will get his catches but uh i think if he's just gonna have a great game with a definitely with one pick in this game mm. probably a Hundred and seventy five tackles, maybe whatever, but he's just gonna have a great game uh, along with the rest of this defense. So if he growl,
2: the roar, but yeah. <laughs> <Of the week>. <laughs> <laughs>
4: All right.
2: Did you say hundred and seventy five tackles? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I know, it was like a yeah. purring right. lion. Uh,
6: sounds like <laughs> sounds like UJ getting off the toilet. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Let's go to Bob.
6: Anyway. Anyway. Uh my <laughs> My Roar of the Week is C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Now, this guy, we brought him in for games like this. Um, C.D. Deuce. Um, This is when we got him for this postseason stuff. He's going to be chirping out there. He was chirping before the game. He's going to be chirping during the game. I would love to see him mic'd up. And I see him getting a pick and just getting in their faces all day. So C.J. Gardner-Johnson is my Roar of the Week. (laughs)
3: Ooh. <laughs> yeah. beautiful beautiful i love all the yeah. defensive uh the side of the ball here very interesting very interesting yeah. producer kid j who's your roar of the week my roar of the week is Jay, uh going Jay. to be uh, jameer gibbs i
2: think he's going to really explode in this game and um really carry the lines offense i think he's going to get like uh, 110 yards from scrimmage and uh, two touchdowns He's right. my
3: roar of the week Ooh. Wow, that'd be a hell of a game. That'd be one hell of a game. Yeah.
2: Kid uh, J, hell, <laughs> hell of a guy bouncing back after last. I know,
3: week. I know. <laughs> yeah. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. He he's he's, he drinks yeah. the Kool Aid. You
6: know. You notice he, he didn't pick Kirby episode. Joseph you, though. He really he did not pick Kirby.
3: Huh? He's a little salty
6: about that. It
2: infects you anyway. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, um. So, I'm gonna. So, Devonte Smith had 148 yards last week against um, the Bucks, and I think Amon Ra has a similar type skill set in terms of the shiftingness to be able to get open. This is a very vulnerable pass defense of the Bucks. Uh, Amon Ra takes away a lot of what, what Antoine Winfield can do as well. I really wanted to go JMO because I think we're still waiting for the big JMO game. Why not now? And he had a great game Pierce against the Bucs last well time. But nonetheless, I'm going to go with Monrath St. Brown as my roar of the week. I think he has 120 yards, a touchdown, uh, nine. I'm going to go nine catches. That sounds about right. Um, I, I just think he's going to eat up the middle of this Bucks defense. I um, know it's a boring, boring pick. You know, but I like it. Nonetheless, I, I had to do it. I had to do it. I love it. So those are all our roars. Nothing boring of the about that We about how we think this game was going to go. But yeah. let's shift this now to our final segment. That of course is our predictions. What? No, I just said What's there's that? nothing boring that?
6: about that pick, uh, Bob. I'm on raw. It's a great, great pick. Great pick.
3: Oh, he's oh a okay, ass. okay. Oh, he's an exciting player now. Oh yeah. Um actually oh, sorry, quick. it looks like the line even moved to six and a half as I last check it. Well is it opened it listening eight, to our pod. Six and a half now. Yeah, yeah. So okay. Oh so six and a half point favorites right now is De- or Detroit with an over-under of 48 and a half. 48 and a half. Hmm. Last time they played it was hmm. twenty to six. Um, but nonetheless. Uh so let's go around the horn and get our predictions for the biggest game of
4: yeah. our lives let's start with uj all right man i cannot wait for this game one thing uh i think what's going to happen in this game the bucks they know they think they have to stop our run game and all year campbell ben johnson they've been trying to establish the run every game you know so i think they're going to come loaded for bear to stop gibbs and montgomery so, what I think Ben Johnson's gonna do is throw a little picket fence at him here, and he's gonna he's gonna come out passing baby golf guns ablazing, throwing the ball all over the place, throwing him off kilter, uh scoring at will uh and then they're gonna have to adjust and try to stop the pass, and that's when we start running the crap out of the ball so uh I think that that's what the approach is gonna be, and uh. And I think it's going to work to perfection. I think our defense is going to have a great game. Uh, Better than normal because I think this offense is not as good as some of the ones we've been playing. So I think we're going to hold them to, like, say, 13 points. And our offense is going to put down 31. I'm going to say 31 to 13. Lions going away, baby. On to the NFC Championship. That's my prediction.
3: Beautiful. And and wait, I want another prediction too, UJ, really quick. Who will the Lions play in the NFC Championship? Packers or 49ers? Uh,
4: There's a part of me that thinks it's going to be the Packers. Hmm. All right. They've been playing. Yeah, stay
3: home game. Lions fans are going to be rooting for the Packers two weeks in a row. Interesting.
4: Uh, All right.
3: (laughs) So let's go to Red Dog.
2: Oh. You know, guys, I'm really worried about this one. I, I just don't know if we can get it done. No, I'm just kidding. We're going to handle business. I think, like, you know, sometimes you, you you reface teams and it's harder. And, you know, granted, this team is going to be better than when we face them. But I think we're just that much better even than we were when we already put a beating on them. And I think we're going to basically double those efforts. I think we're going to double the score 40 and we're going to half the score for them to three. It's going to be 40-3, to Detroit Lions. I think our defense is just going to be very proficient and effective, maybe a few plays here and there, whatever, but they're not going to get in the end zone. And Hutch is going to, like I said, live, take up residence in the backfield with Baker, and he's just going to hate his life. Uh, And Goff is just going to do his thing. It's going to, like, I think UJ's strategy is going to be kind of how it goes down. I think they're going to just spread the ball out, and eventually just systematically destroy Tampa Bay's defense. So 40-3 to three Detroit Lions in commanding fashion beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Beautiful. Forfield will beautiful. be ecstatic with that
3: result, Rod Doug. That's for damn sure. All right, let's go to our two gentlemen here that will actually be attending the game this week. Let's start with
5: Connor. Uh yeah, I, I think every other game has been a blowout besides our game, so I think it's time we get our share. Um I think Lions are gonna win this game 31 seventeen. Uh it's not gonna be like a blowout the entire game, but I think by the end of the third quarter we'll pretty much seal it. Um I think Goff's gonna have two touchdown passes. I think Monty's gonna rush one. Uh and I do think there's gonna be Uh, a nice strip sack by Hutch. Uh, He's not going to get four touchdowns, as Red Dog said, or whatever the number was, but uh, he will get a sack fumble recovery. So, 31-17 is my prediction. And I think we're going to be playing the Niners in San Francisco next week. Beautiful.
3: Beautiful. Wait, Red Dog, did you give me your 49ers? Packers?
2: Yeah. I think... uh, I don't know what I think, but I think it'd be cool if we played at home again. So, Packers. All right, that would be cool. That would be really cool.
4: <laughs> <laughs> um, My
2: prediction. All right, so yeah. Bob, um, I like this
3: prediction.
6: Matchup. I like it. Uh, we we beat them obviously before. We only they only scored six points on us. But I think uh, this one uh, we're gonna take them again. Uh, controlled offense and defense. We're gonna be get to controlling the game throughout the whole thing. So, I like this one. Ben Johnson's going to have a good game plan. We're going to probably take the ball early, whether we win the toss or lose it. And uh, I see a 31-13 touchdowns from Jameer Gibbs and Laporta in this one. And just a workmanlike day at the office. 31-13 Lions. That's my prediction.
3: Beautiful. Let's 31. go. That's all for the Lions. Oh, and who uh, who will the Lions be playing in the NFC Championship? Uh, I would love... A home game
6: for the NFC Championship, but I think we're going to go to San Francisco. So, Niners.
2: All right. It would be dope to go through 49ers to get to the Super Bowl, though. Like, really, just, there'd be no question. Like, we took out the best team. And- right. So- They're the no prohibitive question. favorites right now. No question yeah. either way. If We win.
3: Yeah. Yeah. If you're there, you're there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. So, uh, Producer KJ. Your prediction.
2: My prediction is I think the Lions are going to come out and um, uh, dominate and be focused. And I
3: think they're going to win 28 to 13. Ooh, there you go. All right. Nice. We like it. We like it. Yeah. Bruce a good day. You know, he finally seeing the light. All right. Uh, yes. Now, my prediction, I, I like 31 points. Like you said, Connor, I'm going to go with 20 points for the Bucks. Uh, I think there's a late garbage time touchdown that gets them to 20. I think the Lions are going to control this game annually, especially having it at Ford Field. I think it's going to be lit. I, I love the way the kickoff team comes out with a lot of swagger, too, these days. Uh, I love that they're getting like into the music yeah. in the stadium. Uh, I, I hope they kick off to start this game. I hope they go on defense to start. I really do. I, I know Bob said you want you th- the Lions take the ball. I'd love to see him come out of defense personally. Um, also, because also I'm just a big fan of getting the ball week. first in the second half.
5: Uh, yeah. yeah. I am too, they but been, they just. They didn't go the it. other way, though.
3: They have, and yeah. it's worked out because they keep scoring right away because Ben Johnson puts together a great game plan uh, to start games. It's a little iffy sometimes in the second half for Ben Johnson, but he's definitely well prepared to start these games. Uh, but nonetheless, we have all. Like I think the entire Lions fandom has predicted a Lions victory this Ooh, week.
2: Let's yeah. go! All right. Let's go, baby!
4: We got a pretty good record this year, by the we way.
2: Do. We do. i was
4: saying, we d- you know, we do. It's 13 great. Thirteen and five. Thirteen and, yes, thirteen. Better than all the ESPN people.
3: Yes. People. Yes. Hey, Even Dan Olasky betrayed us last week. He wonder sure. his boy yeah. Maddie. He went for uh, over over yeah. team. Yeah,
2: everyone has a brain fart every once in a while. <laughs> um,
3: but nonetheless, this is the biggest game of our lives, biggest game in Detroit Lions history in a long, long time. Uh, because they've only made one FC championship, right? And they lost. It was to Washington, right? They yeah, lost
4: to Washington, big time, forty-four to nothing. John Riggins and the... It it wasn't forty-four nothing, was it? So yeah, but we scored some points. I think it was. I might be wrong, but we got beat bad. Yeah, it was really (laughs) bad. Anyway,
3: well, nonetheless, uh, different team, biggest one we've had in a long, 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 long time. Um, Long time, and it's going to be a hell of an atmosphere this week. Oh, uh, man. I mean, just all the stories that came out of last week, you would have thought we won the Super Bowl. <laughs> like, people talking about the, what the win meant to them and everything. Um, it's just been so long. They showed the guy on TV. Um, he said his dad passed away. The guy that was crying on TV at the end of the game, he said his dad passed away when he was 14 years old, and he was crying just because he, uh, you know, his dad would like to see him. And he doesn't have a lot of memories of his dad because his dad died young. But the fondest memory he has of his dad is watching Lions game so i thought that was another cool story um, there's yeah. a lot of stories like that we mentioned one with the woman in front of us in the stands with the license yeah. of her father
2: uh, yeah unfortunately when you've been as bad as the lions had been <laughs> it's a lot of generations gets caught up in that net of
3: <laughs> right, right right how
2: do we could have we seen
3: um, i'm trying to look up that result 41
6: uh... 10 was that last nfc championship
4: Oh, 41 10 was the score back? Yeah.
3: Yeah. 41 10. Okay. Yeah. 41-10. A tough one. They blow know. out the Cowboys oh. and get blown out in the next one. But uh, yeah. The Redskins
6: team was really good this like, that just... year.
3: Did they win it all?
4: They were really good. Yeah. yeah, they did. They did. Redskins won it all that year.
3: Pat Summerall and John Madden announced that game. Uh,
4: but this year,
3: wow. there's not like a there's juggernaut a unless you think that
6: the 49ers are, because I don't. I think any team. I mean, you argue the Ravens probably are. Biggest
3: or not, Because they smoked the 49ers. So.
6: That's true. That's true.
3: Um, but yeah, us. I mean, Lamar Jackson hasn't won a playoff game in his career, so they might even lose that one.
2: Who do they have their playoffs?
5: They,
3: they or... play the Texans.
5: is Lamar Jackson.
3: Like... I'm pretty sure he's 0 3 in the playoffs. Well, he he has a
6: losing one. record for sure. I don't know what it is. I'm
3: going to look it up. All right. Well, um, well, oh, he's one and Uhtred. three. He's one and three in
4: One and three. One and three. Who did he? As Utrid, son of Utrid once there. said every episode, "Destiny is all. Destiny will be ours. <laughs> Super Bowl will be ours." <laughs> Who said that? Uhtred. Uhtred, Uhtred son of Utrid. Wow. I don't come understand on. the reference. Uhtred. A this friend. is a Star Trek all over again. The Last Kingdom. No. Right, come on. The that's obscure the show okay ever no it's
6: nah, not it's really on netflix not really
3: all right well Uh-oh. this they is always the point of the episode anyways where it's time to wrap it up
6: it's
2: got it like i do it, right? it on it's that movie thing. Thing.
3: yeah you did Even getting out got
5: more than on that noted a lot
2: you got. UJ. yes
3: especially <laughs> oh, this one
2: especially <laughs> <Man. the scooter. laughs> on that
3: note um anyways so that's gonna wrap it up here um you know the game is on sunday hopefully we can pod on sunday night if not we'll do it monday we gotta discuss that um depends on the result i suppose <laughs> um so just pay attention uh the podcast airing monday or tuesday just be on your toes maybe i'll we'll do a live stream too and then another podcast maybe we could do both uh it really depends because this, this is this is monumental times this is you know this is huge so uh, thank you to sidelineandreport.com For supporting the podcast um, Instagram At Drinking Blue Kool-Aid Twitter slash X at Drinking Lions I'm sure we'll have a lot of material coming out Especially over the weekend And when the game is going on um, Thank you to our producer Kid J
6: Kid J
4: Kid Kid
3: <laughs> oh <boy>. All right. <laughs> so Forget they get our Brucey GJ Jay crushes it. Uh, I'm sure he's happy that the season's almost uh, over. It's less than a month away. Uh, you know, he works hard on the podcast, but uh, this is a great, this is a fun time to do it. Anyways, um, Spotify, Apple, where you get your podcast, please download, please subscribe, please leave a review. Really appreciate that. Passed around some of our podcast stickers at the game last week in the Detroit. So if you got one, you know, congratulations. That's a rare <laughs> item uh it could be worth thousands to millions in, in the future 30, yeah. 40 years from now when they talk about this podcast um could be and a smoking lion with a bowl of kneecaps next to him anyways um i think that's all i got really otherwise you know bob connor travel safely to the game any listeners you. if you're going to the game Bring travel winner, safely man. hopefully there's no snow See on the roads like there was last week.
5: Um. Yeah, that was
3: tough getting to Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh hopefully it warms up a little bit too so people aren't like freezing their ass off going into the game. They, last week it was like just thank God we played this one in a dome. Uh unlike Kansas City. Uh playing a negative five degrees outside.
2: Worked in their favor though.
4: I kind of relished that cold though, Z. There was something about it that whole weekend. You know, it was extreme. Everything was extreme, including the weather. <laughs> so it was just great. Every every moment was fantastic. Were you
3: glad they played in the Dome, or did you want it to be outside that day?
4: Glad it be outside, for sure. <laughs> That's but insane. Okay. That's just insane. I'm I would sorry. accept it, though. I, I don't believe
6: it.
2: it. <laughs> I'm glad <laughs> that wasn't. Um... <laughs> Anyways. He's not saying he's mad that it was inside, though. No, I'm not mad. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> I might be mad, but I'm not mad. So, anyways, uh,
3: thank you, everybody, for listening to the podcast. Pay attention for our stuff coming out this weekend. And we just really greatly really appreciate you being here um, when this episode airs on Tuesday morning or whenever you listen to it. Uh, and we just cannot wait to talk about this victory as the Lions head possibly to the NFC Championship game. This is wild. This is crazy. This yeah. words came out of my mouth. One away from the NFC Championship. Hell yeah. Uh, It's awesome. Anyways, thank you, everybody, for listening. We greatly appreciate it. And last but not least, as always, go. 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 Go.
1: Go.
3: (laughs)
4: Forward down the field, a target team that will not yield. And when the blue and
3: silver wave, stand and cheer the brave. Rock, rock, rock. Go hard, win the game. With honor, you
2: will keep your fame. Down the field and gain a Lions victory. Go.